And uh, folks, uh, we are uh, in Dallas, Texas, uh, Frisco, uh, and I'm sitting with uh, Agnes Flores. Uh, Agnes, uh, for listeners, please introduce yourself. Hi, I um, am a rancher's wife. I live in South Texas, and uh, I am glad to be at this reawakening conference and finding out uh, more truths and information. And uh, I had visited with the um, uh, ranchers, the uh, guard, War- warriors, warriors for ranchers, ranchers. Okay. And, Mike uh, Miller. Mike Miller. You went to his website. Uh, actually, he was one of the presenters yesterday. Okay. And so it was like uh, I want to talk to him and and let him know some of the things that are happening in our property and and some of the issues that we have with uh, some of the uh, illegal. Uh, Trafficking, traffic, well, trafficking, immigration, drugs, uh, whatever that comes through the ranch and the property. Where our property is, is what they call the no man's land or triangle. The uh, Border Patrol area that services our area is quite far away. The closest one to us, it's not in their jurisdiction. So the particular triangle where our property is, uh, there's a lot goes on. Uh, what county is this, Agnes? Well, the, it's in Duval County in uh, South Texas. And how long have you owned the property? Uh, well, it's been in the family for years. And when I married my husband, that was part years, of meaning decades or a couple centuries. Uh, probably eighty years or so. Long time. Okay, and it's a cattle ranch, or uh, yes, yes. So, how did you hear about the reawakening tour? Was it through? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Actually, um, I follow a lot of the different speakers that are here and uh, realized that it was coming. I'd seen the one in Colorado and thought that would be kind of neat, but it was quite far. And I actually came to Dallas because I have family here and it was easier to come up here and, and visit while I was here. Okay, great. Fantastic. Okay, so uh, so look, uh, we are familiar with, uh, with Mike Miller and his work, and he has been on this program. Um, and, and so... Uh, Talk about what you're seeing firsthand uh, happen uh, on your ranch. Uh, how far are you from the border? Oh, we're probably about two, two and a half hours. Okay. Two hours from the border. But that doesn't stop them coming through uh, through the, the, the ranch area and up. And they come up. Two and a half hours by foot or two no, and a half no, hours? By, by vehicle. By vehicle, okay. But Texas is a large state. <laughs> so. Uh, they come through because they're, they're on their way through to Houston or to San Antonio or Chicago or New York or whatever. So it's, it's a, there's very few arteries as you come up the state. So they either come over from El Paso area or they're coming up through uh, Reynosa, Brownsville. You know, and they're coming, they're, they're passing through your property on by vehicle or by foot? Uh, well, there's both. Actually. They're doing both. Because we've had, uh, well, we have a lot of bailouts and have had for years. There's been a lot of drug trafficking through there. Uh, they'll take out the fences. And the last one here just a couple of weeks ago had separated the uh, uh, barbed wire fence. And we know they had crawled through and there were like backpacks and clothes and socks and, you know, things that are left along the way. Uh, so they're both. Okay. And again, um, how large is the property? How many acres? Well, we have probably three-quarter of a section, but it's not all together. So we have little areas, you know, 125 here, 100 there. Uh, so there's different in the area, but different plots. 
Okay. Do you have security, surveillance? You have a wire, you have a fence. Do you have security? Do you have a patrol of any type monitoring the property? The um, uh, Highway Patrol, Border Patrol put up a camera outside the main ranch property. The, the reality is, is that we don't live on the ranch, but my mother-in-law does. And she's 82 years old and she's been there for quite Living a long time. Yes, and so she's afraid. We've had. She's got a gun. Well, she does, but she's got a big dog too. Okay. We've got bullet holes that are in her garage door. Uh, they shoot out the lights around the house at nights. You know, the dogs go crazy. And so she is afraid, and she's been afraid, and it's hard for someone at that age to be afraid. My husband spends quite a bit of time there at the ranch, and we'll spend the night there about half of the week and, and then come home. So. Um, it's, it's a problem because we don't know what's happening out there. He's been, my husband's been trailed. He'll go down to his ranch property and there will be a highway uh, patrol stopping, asking where he's doing, where's his property. Uh, I've got sons who like to hunt, a daughter, son-in-law. They know all of our tags. They know what vehicles we drive. We know if we belong there or we don't belong there. And just recently, we had an incident where my husband had taken an alter alternative route to the ranch because it's about an hour and a half drive from where we live. And, and uh, it was a highway uh, department come and followed him, highway patrol. And when he got to the end of the road that connected with the main highway to go to the ranch, he put his lights on and so got out to talk to my husband. And it's like, well, what did I do? And he said, uh, he said, oh, I know. I wanted to know why he had taken that alternative road. And it was like, well, I drive a diesel. I drive slower on this road. And so I'm oh. saving fuel. But the thing is, he, he was texting us, the family in a group text, and saying he was real friendly and all that. But my question is, why are you always being tailed? And it's not the first time. He's been taken out by... Uh, officers chasing uh, bailouts or drug runners and this just happened on the 7th so that was real soon not very long ago and a couple and, days ago right and, and about two weeks ago there were vehicles on the side of the road checking him out following him watching him as he come out the turn road from his property because like i said we have several that he has to check the cattle and uh, you know some have said well you should feel safe because they're watching you well i don't know that i feel safe that they know because they they mentioned that they knew where he lived they knew the road that he goes on they oh yeah we we, we know who you are the higher patrolman yes yes and so that's that's, that's a little invasive well as far as i'm concerned it is and how does your husband feel about that? Well, you know, at first it was like, well, it's okay, but let me just read you because I have the text message right here that he was sending to the family, which is real interesting. Your, your husband? My husband. So my husband says, just got stopped by the highway patrol. And then my son-in-law says, get a ticket. And then my daughter says, what did you do? And my husband says, nothing. He wanted to know why I took the shortcut instead of going to this area do you want to refrain from mentioning that I do because I'm not sure how safe people are you know that we really are and he said uh, instead of going down the highway and so then my daughter says well did you tell him it was shorter to go that way and I said yes and it saves diesel because it's expensive 
And then my daughter asked him, well, what didn't you tell him then? And he said, well, he said that he knew my place, he knew the road it was, and the county road. And then he left. And then... It's an, it sounds like an, an, an unlawful detaination. And, but well, nonetheless... Then I said, he shouldn't be telling you like that. Uh, it's not right. And then my son says, that's weird. And my husband blows it off and says, well, at least I had a chance to meet the trooper. And what was his name? The trooper? Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm sure my husband got it. But okay. okay. He, he, didn't, he didn't print it. And but for so, sure it was a Texas state trooper. That's what he said in the text. Yeah. And there was no harassment. There was simply... Just following him over. Why did you take this road? Which, that's not normal in my mind. To stop an individual yeah. and inquire. Why it doesn't are you driving right. down this road? Oh, yeah, I know who you are. I know I know where your property is. And that's a lot. So, they're watching. But who's they? Because, the because the highway patrol is watching. The highway patrol. That's what I'm saying. So, what else is going on? I don't know. Is it something that Is the cartel they, also watching? Well, I'm sure. Is, car, is, is the high patrol working for the cartel? Well, those are questions I can't answer, but, you know, the thoughts in the back of my mind that something's not right here. Because it's not the first time it's happened that he's been stopped for doing nothing. What was the other time? Uh, he was coming down uh, off of the ranch road to hit the main highway roll, and then there was an officer waiting for him when he came out and pulled him over and asked him what he was doing down that road. And it's like, well, we have property over there. And it's like, okay. And uh, you are so-and-so, and your property, your, your house is there. And he said, well, yes. But just odd conversations like that, making sure that, that we know, they know where we are, or maybe, maybe so something else is going on that we don't, aren't aware of. I don't know. Um, okay, so does your, does, your, does your husband currently work with the local law enforcement in no. regards to reporting? Well, they do when uh, there are uh, bailouts that call or when fences are out and we need help uh, or there's suspected, you know, suspect vehicles on the side of the road that shouldn't be there in this area. So he calls the local uh, sheriff's office in order to report that. Highway Patrol, no. Do you find that odd that the Higher Patrol is I do, patrolling yes. that area in that way? Right. Should, should you... Do you consider that to be more of a sheriff jurisdiction rather than the Higher Patrol? Or should it... Do you think it's odd that there's well, even a patrol well, of any sort there? Well, it's, it's okay to have a patrol with the foot traffic and the bailouts that go through. So you know there needs to be somebody checking on things. Highway patrol, it's not a big highway. It's it's little roads. You know, your little highway. Tulane? Uh, oh, yeah. Two it's Tulane. It's a Tulane highway. Tulane. Yeah, little roads. So for the highway patrol to be out there, you know, that's Eating fine. donuts, drinking coffee. <laughs> not a whole lot of activity going on. But he knows at least that there's some traffic going right. on. Um, what are you seeing firsthand, Agnes? What, what are you seeing on your property? And how long have you been seeing this? Oh, we've been... 
ever since we've been married, we've had issues with bailouts and illegals. I mean, and, and bailouts are what again? Well, when a coyote brings people through and they're being chased by the cops or stopped, maybe there's narcotics or drugs, and they pull over and they all bail out and they run off into the brush. And so and this will happen on your property. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we have many fences taken out and done, and it's always the rancher's problem to have to repair everything, to do everything, because there is no help when you have that activity going on all the time. And it doesn't, it, it's not cheap to restring barbed wire Sure, fence. right. Yeah, and this is, does it happen once a year? Oh, oh more often than that. More often than oh, that. Oh, absolutely. You know, we have an incident probably... If not once a month, every other month, it's, you know, it's not like it just happens on a rare occasion. There's lots of things going on in that area. And if it's not his property, it's his brother's property or it's relative's property. So. And you, and, and, and there's no, and, 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 and the owners don't want to sell. They're happy with the land that they own. Well, that's their livelihood. It's not like anybody makes a lot of money and, you know, they're raising their cattle and, you know, doing their thing. So it, that's their livelihood. So you're, you're seeing, with your own eyes, Agnes, you're seeing illegal immigration. You're seeing drug trafficking. Well, as far as personally, yeah. I get the story from my husband. But yes, there, there is that what goes on or the reports from, you know, the law enforcement or the relatives that are there that have talked. Yes. Okay, so, so, so what do you think is happening... Do you see a difference right now compared to when Trump was in office? Are you, are you seeing an acceleration of this? Is it the same no, uh, pace? There, there, there's probably an acceleration of the foot traffic. Uh, we've seen more um, clothing and things left behind by people who have gone through than we did before. You know, back in the day, uh, a lot of the people, because they feel very, uh, they're heartfelt for the individuals coming over, and a lot of ranchers would leave, like, some food tied up in, uh, a, like, a kerchief wow. or water or yeah. for them to come through. There were water stations, but that's not something we did. Now, we've had uh, cartels stop at the ranch, want to use the phone or use the restroom or whatever. And of course, my mother-in-law knows a lot better than to let them in, but yeah. Or they want to spend the night, can we stay in the, the garage, you know? So we've had, and that's probably as recent as maybe June, July, you know, stop and wanted to stay. So that's not something we welcome. Should open up a hotel? Yeah, right. <laughs> Why are there bullet holes? Are they trying to intimidate her? I don't know. I would think so because, yeah, they, and, and that was done this year also. I said the holes put in the, the it's a metal garage door. Uh, and last year, year before, I think they shot out, you know, the lights around the ranch. Now, my husband did get a, a, a camera to watch, but they didn't see anybody. I mean, I don't know if they detected it or it just was a quiet time that they had it active. So uh, right now, there's not a camera. Do you feel, do you feel that the, the, the higher patrol's monitoring, but they don't seem to be effective in their monitoring. What? For, yeah. They are monitoring, effective or not, because I don't know what all else goes on over there. You know, you only know when it happens and they don't tell you. Everything's kind of, kind of secret. Uh, I just don't know whether they're monitoring because they're part of the issue or they're monitoring because they're trying to stop something. What do you think? 
I think there's been both. It's Duval County. It's got a nice reputation for drug running and some issues going on. Uh, and and it it has corrupt law enforcement? Yeah, it has for years. Whether it's still that way, you know, I, I don't want to say that it is, but... And what's the, what's the cartel that's primarily running and using your property as a... Well, uh, it would be the Mexican cartel. And you're not sure which one? Perhaps... They're all scary. <laughs> this cartel are all very scary. What do you mean by that? Well, they carry guns. They, you know, they, they would threaten. They would take you out if you're not careful. So, yeah, it's that threat all the time, and I worry about my You husband. see these people, Agnes? I do not because I don't, I'm not down there that much. But your, your husband's oh, seen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But he's also armed. He's carrying a gun. He didn't until just a couple years ago. And Interesting. We finally, we finally felt strong enough that three years ago, that was wow. his Christmas present, I made sure he has a pistol that he can carry because he didn't used to. But that's happened since everything just started to change. What do you think? What do you think is is, is happening? Is this is this simply? Are these simply? Um, uh, it, 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 it's kind of a, it's kind of there's there's a couple different things. There's a few different things happening, right? There there are Mexicans that are entering the United States for a better life, uh, but then there's also these cartels, right, that are purposely smuggling illegal drugs into the country uh, for profit to make money. Uh, 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 is, is, are there issues that you're seeing or your husband's seeing in regards to child trafficking? Well, because of the clothing left behind, yeah. there are children's clothing and women's clothing. And, you know, you don't take people by foot. It's two hours by vehicle there. And if they're on foot that way, you know, these people are, are, are suffering. It's not okay. What is uh, what has been your dialogue with uh, Warriors for Ranchers? Have they? Uh, I just met them just today met them? and was talking. And wow. so, uh, Mr. Miller was uh, very gracious, very interested. He would like to go down and, and see for himself and do some surveillance and kind of get some evidence. And, and like I said there are problems, but you know, without having all of the evidence, it's really not right for me to say they're bad or they're good with the police officers. I just think it's very odd and that it ought to be investigated. Okay, and define it. What? What's it? What's, what, what needs to be stop, investigated? Stopping my husband for no reason and then owning up to the fact that they know where the property is, what he drives, you know, where, where they think he ought to be, or why are you on a road that they haven't seen him go down before or, you know, those are really odd. So, so, so it, sounds, it sounds like right now, Agnes, that you're most concerned about the local law enforcement. And, and, and really, you'd like to know if they are working with the, the cartel or if they're just simply not effective in stopping. Because it's not like they're doing that. They're pulling over an innocent landowner. Right, right. Instead of and, and the fact that they know that he is a landowner, so why? Do they not want him to see something else going on? That would be my question. And what does your husband think, Agnes? What, what, what does he feel? Does he feel that the, these are people are corrupt, these law, law agencies are corrupt? You know, he tries to mind his own business because he worries about his mother's health, his mother's life. He worries about his own self being taken out. 
So if you don't press the issue, you can live. It is that serious. So he tries not to rock the boat, answer what questions, so that he can take care of his cows and his mother. Yeah. Um, do do you do you have any support locally with other landowners down there? Anybody working together or a coalition that's that's organizing? Do you have anybody that? that To my knowledge, there's not a coalition right there. Like you said, it's relatives, people he's known all his life. He grew up in the area. So they talk and communicate as far as anything that's been uh, pulled together for uh, trying to deal with it or do something. I don't know that they've they've done that. Has has your husband uh, filed a complaint with uh, the patrol? Well, no, because... They stopped him. I mean, he didn't. He didn't think because they were friendly that he ought to file a report back. So maybe and, he should. Maybe, maybe he consider that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he consider should. that, and then also notify the sheriff that the higher patrols uh, doing this in in his jurisdiction, right? The sheriff has the sheriff has certain uh, uh, legal uh, uh, obligations that separate him that from uh, from the higher patrol. That works for the state, and, and the sheriff is, of course, protecting his county. Um, what would you like to see happen, Agnes? What would you like to see uh, happen? Obviously, you'd like to see the uh, the trafficking stopped, right? You'd like to see the Im- the illegal immigration stopped. Is that correct? You'd like to see that stopped? Well, that's obvious. I think the main thing is that uh, there should be an atmosphere created where people can feel safe and where this ongoing, what I consider a harassment from our law enforcement stops, you know, because he, that's, what, that, what, that's what it feels like. It's a harassment, yeah. Yeah. Which makes you suspicious okay. toward his validity. Absolutely. It's really, it's an unlawful stop. Uh, yeah, there's no, there's no, there was no speeding. There were no, there, were, there was nothing being, there was no law being broken. Exactly. It was, uh, it was a high patrolman being snoopy, snooping, and 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 he's anyway. Um, do, okay, and, and the last question, Agnes. Uh, I suppose, uh, obviously, the federal government. Uh, do you think that the immigration, the illegal illegal immigration, do you feel at the border security? Do you feel that that's a little out of control? Oh, it's way out of control. There is there is so much work for this poor Border Patrol and the people who are taking care of what's going on that when you work with one issue down there, then the drug smugglers come from behind. If you're chasing the drug smugglers, then the people, the human traffic. Wow. So, so there's not enough humanity to feed and clothe and shelter provide medical issues for these people, much less process them cor- correctly. You know, and it's, they're, they're bringing them in, and they're bringing them into to our cities, and it's like, why, why do we fly them to Chicago? Why do we fly them to the East Coast? Why do we fly these people? Uh, you can go to uh, some of the, the border cities like Laredo or, um, I don't know, Rogallon, some of it, but these people are put on planes. McCallum. And, and they're flown out. And it's like, why, why are you doing that? You know, and the money that's going towards these children, the separated families, these people don't even know who these kids belong to. They're picked up along the way in traffic. And it, it's just such a farce. 
And the Mexican government are obviously not helping. The well, slow can that you down. imagine how overwhelmed they must be? I mean, you have to look at the whole picture, and it's not pretty. We need to work together, but we need to stop who's ever flying these people in from Haiti. I mean, they didn't walk across the ocean, you know, coming up from way South America. They're being bus, they're being truck. So why stop? Well, why do you think it is happening? Why do you think the federal government is bringing these people in and flying them around? And well, why do you think it's happening? Well, I don't know why our federal government would be doing it, but they're tearing up the country. I mean, if, if you want, we're all a land of immigrants, obviously, but bring them in. Well, law and orders is a different thing, isn't bring, it? Law bring and orders. Them in correctly. Regardless, right. Right. And there, crime is everywhere, obviously, but not at the, the rate that it comes across the border. And of course, the drugs that are being brought into the country is horrible. So. What can we do as citizens? We need to protect our property and protect our families and um, change our legislation. Well, okay, so let me, let me ask you a question. It, and you, you, I mean, it was, it was appalling for me, right? I mean, so it was appalling for me. I, I started doing this work in 2016 after the Zika virus. But Agnes, before that, I never questioned Right. The government. I just simply never questioned the government. I figured everything that they Not that we were told was very well vetted, and they'd done their research. And but then after I found some idiosyncrasies in the Zika virus in Miami, and the pesticide being sprayed, I said, "Oh, wait, wait, wait a second here. There's a highly credible source out of Stanford that is exposing some of this banking corruption that's running D.C." So then I started looking at things in a totally different light, and at the same time. Now we have an acting president of the, the federal uh, the, the federal union uh, saying your your mainstream media is fake, fake news. And I thought, well, wait a second, CNN is fake. This is no, we have a constitution. This is freedom of uh, freedom of media, freedom of press. How can it be fake? Fox News is fake. He says fake news. Every and then he starts talking deep state. Yeah, I've oh. never heard the term before. Right? Never heard it. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> You know, I mean, as much as we may have disagreed with some of the things Obama did, uh, you know, still it was like, okay, he was a president, so respect him because he's the president, right? He's cordial, he's diplomatic. Uh, but then how, there you have Trump just going the other direction, even even further the other way than the Bush than Bush was, right? Just now he's now he's almost saying your country is a mockery. So 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 Agnes. What, is there any validity to him saying deep state in your, your view? Is that what, what was that? What, what is the deep state? Is this something that exists? I mean, we know there's corruption in, you know, there's corruption everywhere. Well, but, I, I think it's the uh, deep state being the liberals who are trying to control the narrative. Um, what they say and what they do are two different things. And the money that goes in to try to flip people to some of these narratives is not okay. I think that it it's to weaken America, the, the border situation, the bringing the folks in. It's to weaken America. Uh, it's to continue the nefarious activity of the trafficking. It's bringing the drugs in, ruining our children so they can take down the United States. Someone in our political government and a lot of someone's do not like the United States. They don't like what we stand for. They don't like the fact that we are a land of the free and of the people and they want to be a government 
run country, socialist. I mean, we've seen ourselves come, and you and I have, over the years to a more communist way. And if we don't stop it, that's where it's going to be. And so you think this is being, being primarily ran through... Well, I mean, that seems to be apparent, the, the Democrat Party, the, the liberal agenda. But we're also seeing this surface in the Republican Party. So, so both parties kind of, kind of have this new concept of what they want America to become. They want us to be controlled to this one world order, which I had never heard the term. It had leaked out with Bush Sr. It had leaked out, but it never really stuck until all of a sudden it's like this one world order, the who and the But it's written in Latin on the back of the dollar bill. Exactly. Which but, but we were never really... Taught that. Right. <laughs> exactly. And that's been around since FDR. It's been around since him, and they've tried, but it takes a long time to move a country to make a change. And I think we're right at the precipice right now in that we have to make a difference, all of us. Or I wouldn't be talking to you today. You know, you see... Right, a turning point. Trump always said, if you see something, say something. I see something. And And you're saying something. I'm speaking out. Can I accuse someone? I don't have that kind of evidence, but I can see what doesn't add up. And does your sister have some words she'd like to contribute and say? Uh, she's from the Dallas area. So. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> have a, take a moment and say a few words. So, so what I'm introducing here is Audrey's sister and, and or excuse me, Agnes, Agnes's fine. sister. And Agnes, uh, or <laughs> please introduce yourself. I'm Elaine. I live in the Dallas area. And um, I guess a lot of this um, started to become more real when Agnes share, was sharing her stories about the border. And when was that? Um, probably a year and a half, two years ago. And, 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 and so what did, what did, Elaine, what did, you, what did you think when your sister started, started sharing these stories with you? What, what were the first thoughts that went through your mind? Well, I think I was shocked that our government would allow that kind of open border where anybody can come in, you know, uh, without restrictions. Because that's, you can't go into any other country. Because I've lived in, in Germany and my husband was military. And you do not walk across any border, much less drive across, without a lot of paperwork. And so it was very surprising that our government would allow this um, open board. Open board. Yeah, also open border. Open border. And the, t- the two of you are Texas natives. Yes. yes. Have you seen since since you were children? Have you seen a change? Absolutely. What's yeah. happened? Did, yeah. Well, we grew up in the Texas Panhandle, and so we had migrant workers all the time. And as far as Panhandle is uh, Galveston. No. Amarillo. Amarillo. And so, you know, we were used to uh, the Hispanic culture and the migrant worker, but the illegal situation, uh, most of these, we didn't have that problem. If I moved to South Texas and you started seeing in the restaurants, this is before Trump was even in, you know, a lot of people uh, paid their employees under the table because they didn't have a social security number, you know, money and all that. And that was always understood. Everybody knew that. But now the situation has gotten a lot stricter and uh, then, then that kind of activity where 
families have brought family members over and taken care of each other is one thing, but the amount of drugs coming across and the human tra trafficking was never really aware of it as much as we are now. You know, I think that that's been a big change. And was was this increase? Uh, when did you see the the most amount of increase? Has it been since Trump's left office? Did you see it back with Obama, Bush? Well, actually, it started with Trump because that's when they started putting the caravans together and they started bringing him up. It was to derail him as president. It it started literally as he became our president, our forty fifth president. So when he started talking about building a wall, that's when they ramped up their efforts Absolutely. to invade. Yes. It's an invasion. It's an invasion. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. It's an invasion. And it's starting... Let me ask you this question. Why did Kamala Harris go down to Guatemala? Before going to the Texas border, why did she go to Guatemala? What deal was she making? So I have to ask. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't anything to do with stopping trafficking. Obviously, something would have been said or done. So, does that mean they're promoting it, pushing it, assisting it, helping it? That would be my question. Okay, let me let me, let me ask you this. So, I, I believe it's in McAllen where there is a uh, there is a refugee center. Uh, it's it's a religion. It's, it's a refugee center, but it's it's openly accepting these illegal illegal immigrants, bathing them, clothing them, giving them money, and then paying for their transportation. Elsewhere, like you're saying, Chicago, San Francisco, they're they're abiding and abetting to fraud and criminality. Are there any such organizations that you know of that are doing this conduct right now in Texas? Well, I think there are places all over the state that are allowing them to come in, but any of them I know have been set up by the government, the Border Patrol, or whatever, or religious groups basically to help them because you know they brought them in as far as aiding and abetting and getting them somewhere it's not an underground railroad that is all open out in the open it's not like the days of history we know about it's all in the open it's all in the open and Elaine in Dallas are you seeing a change in the city is Dallas typically normal? Is it regular or is it being infected and impacted? Well, I think um, it's the, the biggest effect that I see is with um, employment. Nobody wants to work anymore. Because know? of the pandemic, right? Because of this, or was it before that? No. Um, I think the pandemic's an excuse. Um, but also... An excuse to not work. An excuse to not work. And um, I, I think there's more um, people getting money from the government, so why should they work? And I hear that a lot. Um, why should we work when we can sit at home and get money for free? We can be, we can be paid to be vaccinated, right? We get a hamburgers. And... Yeah. yeah. Do, do you think that the pandemic is... Do you suspect that there might be some foul play in regards to... The pandemic it's excel itself. I mean, look yeah. I, again. I never questioned the government right until I was exposed to the Zika virus in Miami. But then I says, "Oh, wait a second, hold on." There isn't a pandemic. It's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. Yeah. You're, you're saying, Agnes, that it's a pandemic. It's, 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 it's a plan. It's a plan engineered, designed pandemic. 
You know, even the Pasaki, the press secretary, said those words in one of her uh, press conferences that you can see a clip of, and she called it a pandemic, and I think that slipped. It's definitely been planned. This whole thing was not natural. It's not a natural occurrence of any mutation. The, the who's whole, behind, who's planned it? Well, I would start with Dr. Fauci. <laughs> I just, I believe that this is part of that one world government. It's part of the same cabal that's trying to bring the folks across the border. It's about the takedown of America. It, this one is takedown of the world, actually. They want to control us. So uh, there's a woman named Lisa Logan out of Utah, and she's uh, organized a very effective parental movement to clean out the filth, the curriculum, that's now moving into the public school system. And, and I asked her this question. I says, I says, she's mentioning a program called CASTLE, C-A-S-T-L-E, and then also core curriculum. Now, I'm not familiar with these things. And I asked her, I says, well, are these American? Are these you know, being created in D.C.? And she says, no, absolutely not. These are being pushed in by the United Nations. Yes. So would it make sense to say that the United Nations somehow is a rogue entity and is possibly behind a global, like you're saying, a new world order, a global control, an effort to global, I control the, glo- uh, the civilizations and the economies globally, could it possibly be that this is coming from the United Nations? Well, I think more than just that. I think it's coming from certain, probably, old world families who are still around and has a lot of money. And, like who? You know, the name that's thrown out of Soros, I tend to think, and he's been blamed for uh, paying for a lot of the illegal the migration problem. And the BLM, right? He's connected to the BLM and Antifa. And all of that. But and, and, and BLM is openly saying we want a communist-style right. government. They're making no bones about it, like you're saying. it's. But there's probably some people who I would consider incognito that Source works for. I don't think we know the whole story. And I think that as our Lord and Savior helps us here on this earth and ex- start exposing and opening things up, that uh, we're going we're gonna to learn more. And I think we're still going to be more shocked as we we're not done yet. We're at the beginning. Sounds like you, you ladies might just be getting started. I think so. <laughs> huh? It's very possible. Um, okay, so we'll wind down, and I thank you for your time. Um, Elaine, leave listeners with, uh, with some final, final thoughts, some final words. Um, and it can be whatever you feel, but just, you know, you're talking to, you're talking to America, and, and, and I'll insert this. Um, I, never, I never thought I'd start this, but when I did... I began getting uh, former CIA, John Kiriakou, Ray McGovern, former White House officials, uh, Paul Craig Roberts, uh, who's got a, a fellow from Oxford and Stanford. These are highly well-educated, well-trained, and they wanted to join and speak to this type of platform because their voices were not being heard on mainstream media. So typically now, people are listening to the average everyday American because they're realizing that this fake news that... Donald Trump, whether they like him or not, it's it's real. So as you speak to listeners, leave them with something you want them to walk away with. Well, just for my personal experience, I think the main thing would be prayer is number one. We've got to 
do more prayer and we've got to listen. And I think um, we need to uh, listen with our hearts to what God's trying to tell us that we need to do to help this. Everybody has a different gift and many times we're not willing to go out there and do something. But if you listen to your heart and God's putting something on your heart to do, um, you need to go ahead and step out in faith and start the process and God will help you. Agnes, uh, is your country at war? Absolutely. It's at war internally, but it's, it's uh, a war, a spiritual war. I think that uh, we have to get the devil out of it and we have to bring God in. What would you like listeners to walk away with? I would like them to know that they need to start at home, love their families, love the communities that they live in, and to share and not only open their hearts, open their wallets, open caring in every way possible because that's how we started as a United States. We came together as a few people settling the country, and Protestants, right? Together. Mayflower. The pilgrims were Protestants, weren't well, they? Well, they were Christians. And I think more than just naming a, 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 a denomination or anything, that they were Christians. They were Christ-led. Free spirits. Christ-led. Uh, and as she said, you know, you step out and you do something you didn't think you were going to do. Like, I didn't think I would ever be doing this podcast. But, you know... Um, we, are, we allow the Lord to guide us, and that's what everyone should take to heart. And if they're not a Christian, they better go find out who the big man is. Agnes and Elaine, thank you for joining Discussion of Truth.